I love this show. I love this show. I've told all my co I've told all my coworkers. I've told all my coworkers. Listen to it every day. Listen to it every day and it's amazing. Do you have the spark? Hello, SparkCast listeners and our Wednesday call attendees. We're here today to talk about women's history. And women's history isn't just history. It's being paved every single day by our sisters, mothers, daughters, and peers. Um, on my local social, we like to say the future isn't five, ten years from now. The future is today. Social is happening now. Well, women's history is happening at this very moment. Um, I've selfishly compiled a group of five women whom I'm inspired by daily to chat here today with us. These women are mothers, professionals, world travelers, mentors, friends, uh, social champs, and so much more. And none of them wear one single hat. They all wear many hats. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about their history and celebrating Women's History Month together. I want to kick off with Miss Amber Austin. Amber is a people ops lead. Uh, she is part of our Walmart famous program. She has been killing it recently online. And she also balances that with being a mentor to, I don't even know how many thousand associates are in your market, Amber. Um, so do you wanna start off with a little bit about yourself and your history? Happy Wednesday, everyone. I see so many familiar faces, of course, cause we're all social champs. So I'm sure I follow everybody. Uh, on social, but good morning. So my name is Amber Austin. Thank you so much, Brittany and team, for allowing me the opportunity to support this, um, this call. I've been with the company since 2007, so in July, I celebrate 15 years, so I'm so excited to upgrade my badge. <laughs> so um, I started out as an ex external assistant manager trainee uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana. I've had the opportunity to relocate three different times with the company and most recently landing here in the DMV where I'm supporting uh, the Washington DC metro area. So ex excited to be in the DMV. I love uh, the people operations space, uh, kind of moved my career through operations, which is my first love. I tell everyone that I love the operations side of our business and it's super, super excited to be a part of the social team the Walmart Famous team and the Spotlight team. Awesome, Amber. Thank you so much. A little bit of background. I feel like I learned something new about you every time we chat. Um, so this panel's theme is what advice would you tell yourself? What, what kind of mentorship would you give yourself during a certain point in your life? So what would Amber go back and tell herself about starting her career out with Walmart. I know we've all had our apprehensions or maybe thinking there's something bigger, better, um, or we're gung-ho with Walmart from the start. So what did you originally think and what advice would you give to yourself about starting with Walmart? Like I said, I started in 2007, um, and I kind of, I, I was thinking through this question, like, what would I say, right? So my first piece of advice that I would have given myself um, years ago is, one, enjoy the ride, enjoy the moment. So in Walmart, we have so many opportunities in front of us uh, to meet leaders, to work alongside peers that become friends, that become family, um, and so many opportunities like where we say, oh, I, I hate I hate my job today, right? And then tomorrow things change, <laughs> right? 
Um, but enjoy every moment and realize that every moment is an opportunity to grow as a leader, an opportunity for you to grow professionally, um, to be able to understand how to make a plan, how to resurface your plan, how to recreate your plan uh, so that it goes better the next time. But enjoy every moment that you're faced with um, working in Walmart. The second thing I would say is be you, be authentic. I know we hear that and sometimes we think it's cliche. Um, but as I think about myself years ago and how I tried to create myself to be someone that I wasn't, and it was so uncomfortable, right? Living in a space where that's not me. Uh, so I'll give an example, Brittany. I remember when I was promoted to a co-manager, I would wear big earrings. Now, if you follow me on TikTok, you know that my thing is the Walmart hoops for 288. That is my thing. Um, and I have them in every size, right? The large hoops I love. And so I would wear huge earrings because that was a part of me. That was like my fashion statement, right? I have a, a, a my, or excuse me, a associate's degree in fashion marketing. And so I was all about the fashion. My uh, coworker said, you know, I can't wear those earrings anymore when you become a co-manager. And I said, why not? You know, she said, because it's not professional, Amber. And so I went into being a co-manager, trying to be very, very humble and just, I was not myself, I wasn't comfortable. And I was so excited when the company, you know, rolled out, this is that place for us to be us at work and celebrate who we are and be our true selves. And so I, I just put all that behind me and I just say, always show up as you because you're gonna be, you're the only person, you're the only you, right? And if you are coming to work every day, feeling that you can be comfortable to be yourself, you'll be your best self and you'll do your best work. Um, and then the third thing I will say is the theme really around YBM this year is moving fast, right? So don't slow yourself down from any opportunities. If that's career growth, career advancement, career development, self-development, you know, move fast. If you see an opportunity um, that you have in yourself where you need to learn a certain skill, um, take the advantage to develop yourself in that space. Um, if you see an opportunity to grow your career or to speak with someone that is doing a role that you're interested in, move fast and make that connection. Don't wait for someone to introduce you, right? Reach out to that person. I love that we're all connected on workplace now. So there's no reason that that person that you you know, is you're secretly saying, this is a mentor to me. This is someone who I want to connect with, but I just never had the opportunity to do so. We can throw all that away because we are connected. Um, associates and workplace allows us that opportunity to build those relationships. So move fast in creating relationships with peers, with mentors, or even to seek out mentor opportunities. And lastly, with your career, take what roles you want and identify how do I get there? And when the opportunity presents itself, put your name in a hat and make sure you go after it. Don't wait like I did. I waited for five years before I promoted to a co-manager. And I knew at year three that I was ready to move, but I was, oh, I'm too young. I can't do it. I don't know enough. And I didn't move fast enough. So those are my top three things that I would say to myself. One, enjoy the moment, enjoy the ride. Two, be you, be your authentic self. And then three is just move fast. 
Amber, you're giving me chills. I'm, I'm hearing things that you're saying and it's reminding me of moments I've had, you know, in my own career when we're talking about moving fast and owning yourself and being your own person. I was told all throughout my career, you're too impatient, stick to this role, at least do this for a year, you know, like fully commit. I'm like, I am fully committed. I'm ready for the next thing. And so I always tell people that, you know, patience is a virtue, but having that sense of urgency, truly knowing what you want, um, interviewing, 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 you know, you're going to, it's a muscle. You're going to strengthen that muscle, strengthen that skill, um, and you will land that opportunity. So being impatient is really um, a, a secret skill you can have at Walmart, you know, <laughs> claw away at that opportunity um, and you'll get there. So Absolutely. thank you so much, Amber. I really You're appreciate welcome. you being on the call today. Our next speaker, I feel like we've grown up in Walmart together. Um, we started at a very similar age. Uh, we've both been in social the majority of the time now. Um, and she inspires me daily with her creative ideas, the way she manages the team, so on and so forth. So we have Ms. Lindsay Park. Lindsay is the manager over marketing operations for local social. Um, how are you doing this morning? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. It's so excited to have you here. Um, so talking about how we both kind of grew up Walmart and started at a very young age where we were very, you know, impressionable to Walmart culture and external influences and all of that good stuff. What advice would you tell yourself? Go back and give your 18-year-old self about your life and your career goals. 18-year-old me, I would probably tell myself to not look at the most obvious path. Um, I think especially when you're really young, there's like this mm -hmm. idea that I there's like this one road you build for yourself, or there's this idea that's kind of sold to you, especially in our culture of like, this is the direction you've got to go. And there are so many non-traditional paths that are ending in success today. And I mean, I would note for myself, I was someone who was so focused on college and college, a college degree was the only thing that mattered. And college degrees are absolutely incredible. Um, but I never imagined I actually ended up getting the role that I'm in without a college degree. I got it through experience and I am learning more and more as I get into this field that uh, social media is an incredible career path because it honestly relies so heavily on experience. And so what you guys are doing at social champs and what you guys are doing for your stores and on spotlight is you are truly building a career. Um, what you're doing with your experience is absolutely extremely valuable and so, yeah, I think I would probably go back and tell myself, don't look at the most traditional route. Um, think out, like think outside the box, as cheesy as that sounds. No, that's so true. I was watching a, a TikTok made by Dr. Lauren Castle earlier this week. What did she say? She said, I had eight years of school. Um, I graduated from these two universities. I got my doctorate and I work at Walmart. So Lauren, can I target you a little bit with that question? Because I love the I love the setup Lindsay Park had for, for that explaining that whole entity. So can you go into a little bit about how, you know, you ended up in this role and we'll go a little bit off the road. A um, yeah, I also kind of had an interesting path to get to where I am today. Um, 
went to pharmacy school, studied human nutrition and functional medicine, was working in health and wellness. But I mean, it was 2019 that I kind of joined the OG social champs movement and started posting and essentially that year transformed my career and it was all because of social media. I ended up going on a special project at home office because someone at home office saw my posts on Instagram, told leadership they need to come find me and tour with me because I was doing cool things and ended up getting all of this visibility through social media. So fast forward through the last two years and just continuing to grow that social presence. And whenever another opportunity came up to actually change roles and join the local social side of things, I was ready for it. So just goes to show that, you know, you don't necessarily have to go to school specifically for any one thing, like you can change career paths at any point in time. Certainly if you set out and you know that you want to pursue a marketing career or a social media career, there's amazing programs that Walmart offers through Live Better You that you can literally go to school for free to study these things and learn these things. But even if you have a totally different background, it's never too late to learn it and it's growing and changing so much. So I think that there's just going to be more and more opportunity for this space. Absolutely. And like Lindsay said, there's no one path to get here. There's no one path. Um, I, I had a similar kind of story where I went to school for business management. I wanted to be a store manager so bad, so bad. Like I could feel it in my blood. That's how badly I wanted to be a store manager. And I was changing myself and changing, you know, the, the way that I speak and the way that I, um, decisions that I made for my store to leverage myself up to be a store manager. But as soon as I dipped my feet into social media, as soon as I saw, you know, the customer reach on the, my local social app and saw sales, uh, being stirred up from promoting a specific item and, you know, so on and so forth. I took that leap and jumped onto that path. And I could not imagine going back and having it be any other way. So there are so many different uh, paths you can take. Never turn your nose up to an opportunity. Never turn your nose up to an opportunity to learn, to grow, to try something new. If you have an inkling of interest, try it, go for it, take that leap. But I'm also going to tack on really quick, actually, something else that I would on top of that, I would tell myself is to not get disappointed by rejection. Um, and so, yeah, when you kind of have this idea of like, this is the area I'm going to go to, when you start getting rejected, then you look inward and you think to yourself, what's wrong with me? Like, what did I do? And uh, I think a great example of this is that uh, when I applied for my job at Walmart corporate, I remember thinking literally like, that's a huge, that's a long shot. The, they will never call me. And I actually had interviewed with two like agencies, like they did social media. And I thought, okay, these are actually in my uh, ballpark. This is probably more like my pace and where I'm at in my journey. Um, and they both, both agencies told me they were 100% going to give me an offer. And then over the weekend on Saturday, I got a rejection from one of the agencies. On Sunday, I got a rejection email from the other agency. And I remember telling my husband, I was like, well, that's it. And he was like, well, what about the Walmart job? And I was like, there's no way Walmart is calling me. There's just absolutely no way. And then Monday morning they did. 
And honestly, I would have taken one of the agency jobs over Walmart because I had absolutely underestimated myself and I was scared. I thought it was too big. I thought it was out of my league. And so, yeah, never be scared of rejection. And then also never be scared of thinking some things out of your league because you will sell yourself short every single time. Let other people tell you no, never be the person to tell yourself no. Absolutely. I feel like this is a conversation we could have for like an entire uh, Wednesday call about rejection and processing it and how to grow from it. And Lauren, I see down in the chat, you're talking about how you were rejected from at least three different job interviews. I was too, you know, to, to land the positions that ended me up on this team. I had to be more than three. You know, I was a serial interviewer, um, but those skills and that experience helped me grow and grow and strengthen that muscle. But um, thank you so much, Lindsay and Lauren. Um, and we're going to hop on to our next guest for the sake of time. I wish I booked out an hour. Um, we have Miss Amanda Lockett. Amanda is a digital coach. I believe she's moving back to the academy. Can you correct me if I'm wrong? No, I am moving stores, but I'll still be a digital coach. Gotcha. Well, congratulations. Um, it's always exciting to take on a new challenge and grow that muscle as well. But do you want to tell us a little bit about your Walmart history, your background, and how you ended up being a digital coach? Sure. So I started as a part-time cashier. This is supposed to be just a summer in between high school, <laughs> kind of deal. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm going to start going forward. So I was a cashier for about six months, promoted to CSM, did that for a little while, promoted to department manager, did that for a little while, then assistant manager. And then I got the chance when we first started launching all of online grocery, I got to go to Texas to train for two weeks to launch it in Western North Carolina. So I was one of the first stores to launch it there. And then I moved to South Carolina, where I currently am for the last five years and was in the academy. And now I'm going back into digital. So I'm excited to move back home. I'm actually going to my very original store I started at 11 years ago to be their digital coach. So I'm super excited to oh move home. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that store you were a part-time cashier at. Yep. Talk yep. about going full circle. And you've, you've traveled all around the States for these jobs. And you've also traveled the world and documented it on social media. So when I think of a fearless woman, I think of you. When I think of someone who is not afraid to take risks um, and do things that you enjoy and really live in the moment and experience life, I think of you. So I'm excited for this question because I have so much to learn from you. So what advice would you give yourself about traveling the world, being fearless, taking risks? I would, looking back, I wish I had started sooner. So I've actually only been traveling for about 10-ish years. I never even stepped on a plane until I was in my first early 20s. And the first time I ever jumped on a plane, I went internationally by myself out of Atlanta, oh one of the biggest airports ever. Um, but I wish I'd started sooner. Um, I think traveling is so empowering. Like if you... Uh, Traveling with people, just traveling in general is so empowering. So like there's, it's so, so cool, so freeing. Um, but when you actually get to go by yourself and you accomplish a trip or you go somewhere where the language is not your native language, um, at the end of it, you're just like, I did this. I was able to accomplish this. I feel like I'm unstoppable. And it's, I, 
it's one of my favorite things. I just love going somewhere and being able to say, hey, I went there and meeting the people and being able to share it. My favorite thing is sharing it, like I said, sharing it on Instagram, on my Facebook. I know there's so many people that are unable to travel. So if I'm able to bring the world to them, show them those kind of things, it just, I love it. It makes me happy. Absolutely. And your, your story is an inspiring one, one, and we can even tailor it back and bring it back to Walmart as well. When you take an opportunity that um, you think will be one thing, and it turns out to be something completely different, give it your all, fully commit, learn from it. And at the end of that opportunity, you can say, hey, I did this. You know, I, I made it through this. I did this. Um, I thought I wanted to get into people operations for a while, talking about having so many interviews and different jobs. And I was a people lead for two years. And I learned after the many meal exceptions and, um, you know, all of the paperwork and intricacies that come with that job. It's not for me, you know, but at the end of it, I, I finished my, um, you know, time at that store and, started interviewing for other jobs and we can all go back and say, Hey, at least I did it. I did it. I accomplished it. I served my associates well. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that's something you can learn and take from that. If you end up in a spot where you're like, maybe I'm not fully vested in this, just do a great job and you can, you can come overcome it. But, uh, Amanda, what's something you've learned about yourself? in your travels? I think I've learned that um, I'm very strong. Um, I used to grow up thinking, you know what, I guess it kind of goes back to what we've been talking about, like rejection or not thinking you're good enough to do things. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you just take that leap and you say, you know what, I'm just going to try it out. And then it works out. It just gives you that push and that confidence to say, if I did that, what else can I do? What else am I capable of? Whether it be traveling, whether it be my career, let me jump to the academy. Let me interview for this thing that I'm necessarily not qualified for. Let's just try it out and see. Well, yeah, you haven't let fear control your hobby is your life or your career. You just jump, you take the leap, you do it. And I love that about you. And thank you so much for joining this call. Um, jump over to our next guest. We have Miss Christina Berlin. Christina is a market coordinator. She's going on, I believe, five years with the company this year. Um, she is part of our Walmart Famous crew and has taken social media by the reins, like done such an amazing job. And she is also the proud mother of two and wife. So Christina, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. Can you tell me a little bit about your history and how you ended up as a market coordinator? Yeah, absolutely. So I joined the company back in 2018 um, and I first came in first time ever in retail. So it was a shell shock to be an assistant manager of a super center over $100 million. So that oh was like a, oh my gosh moment. But um, I learned a lot from that store. And once um, the first rollout of coaches came about, I was then promoted. And within that year, I learned so much and I was given the opportunity to learn more. And I took it and ran with it. And now I'm the market coordinator. I've been in this position for 19 months. It's crazy to think I almost like blinked and it's gone. So <laughs> it's great to be in position. I've learned a lot. Awesome. Time flies when you're having fun. And yes. <laughs> associates, the job you do is so inspiring to me. 
Um, so I have a very special question for you. What advice would you tell your younger self about having a family and finding that work-life balance with your career and your family and being a mother? Um, what would you tell yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that conversation would be a very emotional one. Let me just preface that. Um, my like uh, grow up of like having children and all that has been very different than the neurotypical, um, you know, what you would think and what you would expect from birth and things of that nature. Um, my son does have cerebral palsy and autism, and we went through a very traumatic birth experience that caused these um, diagnoses. So I would tell myself, don't hold yourself accountable. There's nothing you could have done during that time. Um, you know, don't hold the regret and really like bring yourself down. I basically lost my personality during that entire span. Um, I do share this on social media all the time, so I'm happy to talk about it. But, you know, we were in the hospital for almost a year's time in the beginning of his childhood. So I lost a lot of what that normal mother bonding would be. And that brought like my normal, happy, positive self to like rock bottom. That was a new place to be. Um, and I blame myself. Like I always thought, how could I've changed the situation? But things happen for a reason. And it's really shaped me to be a better person today. And I think um, the growth that I had from when I was at that rock bottom to where I am now, and granted, it did take me about five years to grieve that and really get past that point to have more children. But I was a better mother. I think going into having my daughter and knowing the experiences and what to expect and not be on like this pedestal, like nothing can happen. Everything's going to be perfect and know that the worst can happen um, and be able to prepare for it. And that just kind of set me up for success. And then moving into my career, I've been able to say, you know, this is the time I need to have that boundary. My kids are my world. You know, my husband is my world. I need to be able to have that family time. And you have PTO for a reason. Take it, spend it with your time, disconnect. It only makes you a better leader in the long run um, when you take that time away from work and be able to grow with your family. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Christina, for sharing a little bit about your story. Um, we met Christina on the social team when she reached out to one of us about, I believe it was Cerebral Palsy Awareness Day, um, and we had our campaign to wear green and um, support awareness for cerebral palsy, and I believe, Christina, you had helped us uh, write up the copy, get it available to all 5,000 stores in a suggestion, you know, so first you're bringing awareness to our 15,000 app users, and then they're posting, you're supporting it, you're resharing, you're liking, commenting on all of their posts about cerebral palsy awareness. Um, our social champs start posting. I believe we ended out the awareness campaign with I believe, somewhere between 1.5 and 2 million customer impressions. So you took what was originally, you know, something that was incredibly unlucky, such a poor thing to happen. And you were able to create this campaign, you know, five years later and bring awareness to millions of individuals um, through Cerebral Palsy Awareness Day, which is something we've never done on my, my local social before and something I'm looking forward to doing um, for many, many years moving forward. So um, I really think you helped us pioneer that technique of um, bringing awareness to things that uh, don't fall in our standard five piece of merchandising, you know, bringing awareness to things that 
Um, you wouldn't traditionally see on my local social, but it holds a very important spot in our community and our Walmart family. So um, thank you so much, Christina, for hopping on our call today. Thank you. Awesome. And then last but not least, um, I have my peer, my dear friend, uh, Gledimar Ramirez. Gled is the divisional community manager over the West, Southwest. Um, we like to say she has over half of the country right now for local social. She has been killing it with us for two years now. And Gled actually has a very unique history. You may have heard it on calls previous. Um, if you haven't heard it, Gled, if you're willing to share with us, um, it'll be a special treat for everybody. Very inspiring every time. Um, but how are you doing this morning, Gled? Oh, well, after all of this great, amazing woman, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like trying not to cry. You know, I'm the crier from the team. <laughs> they always make me cry, but I'm just amazed and I've been taking notes from each and every one of you because I feel like we all learn from each other even though we can relate we can take that little advice from um, each other and after Christina oh my gosh I was like here cl clearing my tears because mm -hmm. I could I mean I haven't gone through anything like that but I could totally relate to how you feel um just to talk a little bit about my background story as fast as I can, because I know we're running out of time. Oh, no, no rush, please. Came from the smallest town in a small state in the smallest country, probably in the South America, um, to the United States when I was 12 years old. I don't know what, I don't know if I was like a really bad kid or what happened that my parents decided to send me. Um, to live with a sister that lived here in Utah. And I mean, I'm glad now that they did that. But back then, I did not understand why. Grew up, went back to my country after my mother passed away, lived with my dad for the rest of his four years. He passed away four years later. And then became a mom, um, a mom of three kids, one after the other don't do that try to take some time between them because it gets hard but situations with the country brought me back to the U.S. and I had my fourth child and when she was about four four or five ready to go to kindergarten I decided that I wanted to get a job that I wanted, that I needed to get out of the house and get a break from the kids because I had just spent all that time being a stay-at-home mom and taking care of them. And as you guys might know, those that have kids, being a stay-at-home mom can sometimes also be hard on ourselves. So I wanted like a little break. I applied and I said, okay, where can, who, who's going to give me a job? I have no experience. I've never worked here. And I said, okay, I'm just going to apply to Walmart, be a cashier, you know, and I sh it shouldn't be a problem. And I did that. And I got hired as a garden cashier at that time. And I never was in garden, by the way. I never used the cashier over there. I was always doing projects for everyone around the store. Three months later, I became the uh, department manager. And six months in, I became an assistant manager. And as well as becoming an assistant manager, I got pulled to an office and got nominated to be the social champ from the store. So I was like, okay, what do I do with this? And then I started posting and I started um, 
showing the community the things that we did. And to me, it, it felt natural. I was able to be myself. I was not afraid of showing what we had in store. I was not afraid of having fun behind the camera. And they loved it. And one day I got a DM from Zachary P. Loans. You guys might know him. And I was like, who's this DMing me here, trying to like scam me or something, inviting me to shareholders and inviting me to be part of this amazing program. And I was like, yeah, I'll come. I didn't even know what shareholders was. And I said, yes, I talked to my store manager and they're like all supporting me. Yes, go. And from there on, it all started. And here we are. I thought I was going to have this role when I was an old lady. I mean, I'm getting close to being an old lady, but I never expected that I was going to have this um, a year after going to shareholders, meeting all the amazing social champs, meeting the leaders and I would just dream about this. And I have bigger dreams. I have other plans in my future with local social and they're coming real faster than what I thought. So um, basically I'm just excited to learn from you guys. I'm, I'm happy to work with you guys. Now that we're able to go to the field, I'm excited to come see you, to come visit you, to have that one-on-one -on -one time face-to-face -face where I could like talk to you guys and you guys can talk to me and build that relationship. Because even though we're here in camera, it's kind of hard to get that feeling. And I know that once we all start visiting you guys, you guys are gonna have that like rush and power to go and take on the world with all of the amazing things that we're doing with Walmart and the social media part side of it. Absolutely. That's, feels like, that's your story. No, the, the rush, you know, of being successful on my local social and all of that good stuff. But Glad, your story is such an inspiring one. It's one that I will carry with me for my life. I still remember the first time I heard your story and seeing such a strong professional, you know, mother of four, such an inspiring woman in front of me today. Um, your, your history helped build you. Your history helped you become the fearless leader you are today and truly fearless. Um, when we jumped on this team two years ago, uh, the, the role didn't exist. You know, it was brand new. Um, we weren't sure of the future, but it didn't matter. We had a team that, you know, was inspired, was fired up and we took it and we ran with it. But Gled, I do have one more question for you. So what would you tell your 12-year-old self who had just been moved to Utah um, to live with your sister? You're angry, you're confused. What would you tell yourself about your dreams, your you know, American dream or um, you know, just dream for your life? By the way, when I got asked, hey, do you wanna move to the US with your sister? I'm all thinking Disneyland, like I'm gonna have so much fun. Yeah. There was no Disneyland in Utah. So. There's no lakes in like, Utah, there's nothing, no. All this snow, <laughs> I have to walk in the snow, what is this? Yeah. I think I would tell myself to lean on my faith and to know that I was never gonna be alone along the way, even though I felt very alone, because you realize after that you are not alone in the process. You have a lot of roadblocks and a lot of crappy situations, but the strength comes from somewhere higher than you can think. 
So you're never along, um, along this process. And that have faith because you're going to make history. One day you're going to be in a museum. And one day you're going to be somewhere. Your name is going to be written down because you are going to be a great person for a lot of people and inspire others. Um, on my first evaluation with Walmart, I remember my store manager telling me, you have a lot of single moms looking up to you and you cannot let them down. And I've never, I've never forgotten that. If you're out there and you're a single mom right now struggling, trying to figure out how to make things work for your family and your job, yes, it's going to take long nights. Yes, it's going to take early mornings. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, you're gonna, your feet are going to hurt. Your back is going to hurt. But guess what? It's going to be worth it because one day it's going to pay off and you're going to be able to inspire others around you to not give up to never give up. To play off of that, everyone on this call, you have no idea how many people are looking up to you, how many people are taking inspiration from you, watching the moves you make, watching how you handle stressful and unfortunate situations with grace, you know, or however, and, however you handle them. They're, you're being watched by your peers, by, you know, that 18-year-old cashier who is thinking about whether they want to quit and go do something else with their life or if they want to become a school manager, you know, um, you're being watched in the best way possible. Yeah. And don't do it because they're watching. I mean, it has a lot to do it, but do it because it's something that comes out from your heart. Mm -hmm. When we do it from our heart, it's easier and people, and we are not noticing that people are watching us or taking our example. But once we do it with integrity and from our hearts, it's just simple. Like you find yourself in a position where I'm at right now, like, holy crap, what, what am I doing here? You know, and it's and it's amazing. I did want to mention some of this, uh, a comment between all of you guys that you guys were talking about um, college and getting your degrees and things like that. Don't don't give don't give up on that road because. Dr. Lauren is Dr. Lauren because she went to school and she knows what she's talking about. Amber went to school for her degree and she her her fashion um, self that she presents to comes natural, but she has the background to do it. Brittany, she has her role because she has her background to it. So find some find that thing that you are um, passionate about it and become the expert from it. That way you can lean on social media because that one has unlimited space for anything that we're passionate about, but still like have the both of, of both worlds, if that makes sense. Absolutely glad. And it, it doesn't have to be formal teaching. It can be experience. It can be a, a facet of your personality that you just want to play up and lean into. So um, thank you so much to everyone that joined on this call. Um, I know we ran a little bit over, so I'll be dropping a Q&A in the workplace group if you have any questions about um, music, the app, any of our attendees on today's call. Um, I'm sure they'd be super excited to take any of your DMs or questions. I see Amber nodding. Um, so awesome. Thank you so much to everyone that joined. I hope everyone can take a little bit of our um, attendees women's history uh, from this call and utilize it in your own life and future. So thank you to everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to SparkCast. Join us on Workplace to learn more about this episode. Join the Social Champs program and 
how-to guides on improving your social posts. Until next time, be the spark the world needs.